0: We'll read from Philippians chapter 4, verse 1 again. Philippians 4, 1 Therefore, my dearly beloved, and long for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Paul had the saints At philippi on his mind obviously that church began at the riverside where paul met lydia and some others who went thither to pray the bible says there weren't many jews in that city apparently so rather than go to the synagogue as was his practice he went where he knew those assembled to pray and Lydia was the, his first convert, or the first convert, perhaps would be better uh, said. And then the, some of her family members. We don't know uh, who those family members were. Were they toddlers? Were they teens? Did they include her, her husband? Sisters, brothers, parents? Either way, Some were converted. There was also a certain damsel who was marketed by her masters for gain. She was saved. And that uh, led to the masters being very unhappy, which led to Paul and Silas being thrown in jail. So the jailhouse was the next uh, foundation for other converts, including the jailer and his family, his house, they were saved. So that may have included a wife. Again, children, perhaps uh, grandchildren, that either way formed uh, the foundation of that church. We read here in this epistle of Yodius and Synthache, these were two ladies, Perhaps they were among those who gathered at the riverside to pray. Well they uh, they formed the church and Paul's heart affectionately went out to them as he encourages them to stand fast in the Lord. It's apparent as we heard in the scripture reading that everyone who started in, in the way did not continue in the way and in fact some Fought against the way. So Paul's heart, he said, even weeping as he writes to them, implored them, stand fast in the Lord. It's one thing to start, another thing to continue and finish. Uh, We want, we want to finish. We've started and we have every intention by the grace of God to uh, continuing to the end of this race. And he he encourages them, uh, reminding them that a better day is coming. We heard read in the scripture reading for our conversation is in heaven. Sometimes that uh, word conversation is conveying the the meaning of conduct. Uh, In this case, it could be translated citizenship. Our citizenship is in heaven. We are citizens of, of a better land. And one of these days the trumpet will sound, and these bodies of ours will be fashioned like unto Jesus' glorious body. And as he continues on to the next chapter, what we know as the next chapter, he begins with, Therefore, based upon the fact that a better day is coming, my brethren, dearly beloved, and long for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Stand fast. It matters, it matters where, where you stand. In December, Debbie and I went to Southern Africa, and when we flew back about five days before Christmas, we took that long flight from Johannesburg uh, to Atlanta, about 16 and a half hours, and we landed in uh, one terminal and needed to move to another terminal, so that required that we take a train to that other terminal. Well, as we came down the escalator, probably not uh, either one of us thinking real clearly, after that uh, long flight, we uh, saw, or at least I saw, the open doors of the train, and I noticed something I hadn't noticed before as I uh, hurried to approach those open doors, and that was a a blinking uh, red light. Uh, on the top of the, of the doors of the train, and I, uh, to me, that meant hurry for for the doors are about to close. Or for to Debbie, I think they meant stop for the doors are about to close. Well, I ended up on the train, uh, standing looking out at her outside the train as the doors, surely enough, uh, were closing. Well, she was. Well, we were standing at two different spots. I don't know. You can be the judge as to who was standing on the wrong spot. But uh she had some of a, of a panicked look on her face, and I had a look of dismay on my face, but I had only one choice, and that was to do what the sign says not to do, and that is pry open those doors or try to stand in between those doors so they won't shut. And that's what, that's what I did. And I saved her life, or at least <laughs> thought that she would look at me with admiration as she had stepped onto the train as if I was her hero, but that's not really the look she had, honestly. (laughs) But it matters where you stand. We want to stand in the Lord. Uh, This, I've heard it said in past uh, days, that the gospel way is is like a gospel train. Our destination is is heaven. It can't mean we sing that song. Life is like a railway to, to heaven. Well, we want to uh, we want to stand and stand in the right spot and continue in that uh, spot until we reach the, the portals of glory. And Paul, well, we're confident, was thankful, and as we are as well, for those who have uh, stood the test of time. The storms of life will come, uh, the potential for the discouragement, dismay, and uh, circumstances will will come that... Uh, can uh, leave us in a in a state that um, gives pause, and that's, I believe, what what happened here at the Church of Philippi. And on that basis, Paul reminds them, "Stand fast in the Lord." You you stood when you got saved; you must continue to stand with uh, with a resolve uh, to make heaven your home. When we do so. Everyone around us benefits. Our children benefit when they, they see a life of one who has stood steadfast for the Lord for many years. Their children benefit, and their children benefit. No one benefits when there's failure or when there's a turning away. I've never seen anyone uh, better themselves by uh, doing so. So we want to stand fast in the Lord. It's not difficult. It, It really isn't. The gospel way presents challenges, but life presents challenges to everyone, whether in the gospel or not in the gospel. First, we must be determined Stand fast is not stand down. Stand down typically means to cease action or to to back off or do nothing. We hear that from time to time, that phrase used in in the world to stand, they stood down. Well, stand fast is is different. It's an act of decisiveness. It's to show tenacity. It's to be relentless. It's to be determined. We saw this uh, not long ago with one of our grandchildren who uh, in Medford they came into some uh, treats some sweets a few months ago and he knew that it would not be uh, meet with his parents approval to take all this candy to church so he but he was determined to do so as a as, a, as it um, turned out so the five children got ready for church or their parents got them ready uh, for church and the three-year-old had a plan. He was all decked out, looking his Sunday best, including a, a top hat. But when he got to church to, to get out, his dad noticed that his hat was cockeyed, so he slipped off the hat to straighten it, and all this candy fell out. Well, you got to give him credit for his determination. He was determined. Well, in a more serious sense, we, we see that exhibited in the second kings where elisha showed determination to follow elijah despite the opposition he faced from his peers and even the, the discouragement he faced from elijah at one point but he said i'm not going to go until i get the blessing that's determination that's what it takes to stand fast. It takes determination. The gospel way we've heard over the years is not for the faint of heart. It's not. It'll take determination. It's not hard. But you show determination in every uh, in other areas of your life. Certainly the most important area of any life is worthy of showing determination. So be determined. Next, be united. I think that's what Paul was saying to these two ladies, Iodias and, and Syntyche, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. I wonder if they were among those at the riverside where they gathered for prayer meetings. And I don't think they stopped praying. They continued to pray. But just because you continue in prayer and to serve the Lord with all of your heart uh, does not uh, suggest that you will never uh, face uh, difficulty even amongst ourselves. We must learn to distinguish, I think, between uh, personality and carnality. Carnality, uh, you know, uh, includes actions or thoughts that flow from the fallen nature of the human race. Personality is different. Uh, Personality is what brings us all together, though we be from different backgrounds and different personality types, if you will. Some are more uh, outgoing and some are more withdrawn. Uh, Some uh, perhaps are are viewed more overpowering and others viewed as uh, too laid back. Well, that's personality. I don't know what happened uh, with these uh, two ladies where uh, they were called out and encouraged to be of the same mind of the Lord and, and uh, in, implied there is to put a conflict aside. Uh, perhaps they had uh, toddlers that quarreled and the parents took that on and went to battle. I guess that happens. Uh, I'm far removed from that. Maybe they've had uh, they had teens same type of scenario. I'm also removed from that. It's a blessing to be removed from some things. But uh, the the point here was, ladies, be united. Men, be united. Paul writing to these two ladies, be united. And that is what Paul would exhort us to be as well. It's not to suggest that we need to feel... Uh, the necessity of spending time together socially, but it is to suggest that when, when it comes to the work of the Lord, we are to be united. We are to have that same determination to be unified in the work of the Lord. We are to stand fast in the Lord in that respect. If we were all the same, personality-wise, we, uh, we would not be as effective as we are when we're all a bit different than one another. God uses those a difference to accomplish his glory. If we had no one who had a strong personality to, to forge ahead in the, in the work of the Lord, uh, the work of the Lord would not forge ahead. So we thank God uh, for one another, and we want to remember to be united. Next, be joyful. We, we read that in... Verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. And it was worthy of repeating. Again, I say rejoice. The middle name of of our granddaughter is Joy, Margot Joy. And she is, uh, can be a bit dramatic and maybe... uh, Prone to be discouraged, perhaps with four brothers around her. That might be justification or not. But one day she told Debbie, she says, I don't, I don't know why they name me Margot Joy because I'm not very happy. I said, She's dramatic. Well, I'm reminded of Proverbs 1722, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. A, a merry heart, a joyful heart, has even medicinal value. And it's our choice, really. It really is. Uh, the joy of the Lord, Nehemiah said, is our strength. There is strength in being joyful. There is, there is power. We we thank God that uh, we need not allow anything or anyone to steal our joy, to rob us of our joy. We have the Lord. We're standing in the Lord. How would it be if we all went around with a morose uh, spirit and uh, attitude and uh, woe is me. My, my dad had a good solution uh, for that when we were uh, growing up. Well, this is spontaneous i 'm not sure I, sh- I should have brought it up it might reflect poorly upon my dad, but he would see we had lots of oak trees out, out there in, in our all around our yard, and he would just tell us to, um, I kind of regret starting this now, but uh, to put our put our head down and run in, run into that tree and it would feel better well, whatever he wasn't a Christian, and uh, he knew we weren't going to do that, so he um, there you have it anyway. Uh, Paul didn't allow for it. He, uh, he was imprisoned, and he was facing a death sentence. We read in Acts uh, 20, he confessed to those at uh, Ephesus that uh, wherever he went, bonds and afflictions awaited him, he said. But in uh, Acts 20:24, 20, But none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy. He started it joyfully. Nobody begins the Christian race downhearted. We might approach God as sinners to get saved downhearted. We certainly have remorse godly sorrow for sin so that state exists but once we confess our sins we ask the lord to forgive us our sins and receive assurance that he has done that the joy of heaven comes in we rejoice the bible teaches that there's joy in heaven over a sinner that repents The saints rejoice. So we begin this race with joy. That's how how Paul began the race. And he had his sights on finishing his course with that same attribute, with joy. And we should have it by the grace of God between each point throughout our life. It's a joyful way to serve the Lord, is it not? Or is it not so much? No, it's all together. So be joyful. Verse 6, chapter 4. Be prayerful. Verses 6 and 7. We, we heard the uh, men's quartet sing. Did you hear that one phrase? I did. Down on my knees. I learned to stand. Down on my knees, I learned to stand. That's where you will learn to stand fast in the Lord. Down on your knees. Prayerfulness. We must choose prayerfulness over fretfulness. It will find us peace. It will keep us. David's In Psalm 5, my voice shalt thou hear in the morning. O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will look up. Psalm 5, 3. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. Does God hear your voice in the morning? Has God heard your voice this morning? Not just morning. Psalm 55. As for me, I will call upon the Lord, he said, evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice the Lord likes the sound of your voice we want God to hear our voice be prayerful and finally be thoughtful I don't mean be considerate you ought to be considerate as well, but be thoughtful in, in the sense as uh, of what you think on. Meaning, think on virtuous and praiseworthy things. In uh, we, we uh, read in verse eight, choose wholesome thoughts. Read wholesome content. Surround yourself with wholesome. wholesome people. When we do that, those are the the thoughts. Those will form the the foundation of our thinking, of our thoughts. Finally, verse 9, perhaps uh, makes a good conclusion. Those things which you have seen, those things rather, which ye have both learned, and received, and heard, and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. They had spent some time with Paul. So here he's he's saying, look look at my life, look at Paul's life. He had instructed them, he had taught them. The Bible throughout refers to uh, teachings as as doctrine, more than the, the foundational doctrines that we think of but doctrine means teaching, instruction. So they had heard these things from Paul. They had seen him practice them. So now uh, he says, if you want to stand, we want to stand. So we, we have a great deal about Paul's life ourselves. So those things which he have both learned and received and heard and seen in Paul do, and the God of peace shall be with you you'll stand you will find it hard you won't find it laborious uh, you won't go through life uh, half defeated you'll go through life with a with an upbeat spirit because you have a hope we do we have a hope so stand fast in the lord paul ha- had concern for uh, the saints there and uh, we we thank God that we can have confidence that as we stand in the Lord, that one of these days when the trumpet will sound, we uh, will be among those who are raptured out of this old world and will be found rejoicing around the throne of God. Well, perhaps now would be the appropriate time to let God hear your voice. We'll have a time of prayer. We're going to sing an invitation song, but as we do, we encourage you to come to the place of prayer or kneel uh, where you're seated and pray. Let God hear your voice. You'll find uh, also that down on your knees is where you will learn to stand.